The number you have dialed is the not in service. The a presentation of the B&B Sports Broadcasting Network. Pitch. Mosby puts a charge into it. Right center field at the wall looking up. Good back. And that's a two-run bong for Ryan Mosby. Hi, this is Jason Benetti, play-by-play announcer for ESPN Regional Television. And you're listening to B&B Sports Broadcasting Network. Crawlers hit well right up the middle. A diving stop. They would keep it from going into the outfield, uh, but not able to pop up the This is Matt Andrews, voice of the Louisville Bats, and you're listening to B&B Sports Broadcasting Network. It's a ground ball. Whitlock has it. He's going to flip to Guerra, touch the base. And that is it, folks. I didn't mention it, but Javier Guerra has just pitched his first, I'm sure it's his first collegiate no-hitter. In the air, it's going to be in shallow right field. Another play for Williams. There we go. Drew Beckman comes up big. Line drive single right up the middle to score Whitlock. Now to Tim Ryan on the B&B Sports Broadcasting Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com podcast. My name is Tim Bryan. I will be your host, and joining me today will be Greg Bryan. This will be the LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com preseason podcast. Today, we'll briefly recap last season. We'll take a look at the first week's matchups. Uh, Greg will have a local college roundup, and we will preview this season's LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com broadcast schedule. LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com is a new website devoted entirely to Louisville area high school baseball, baseball, namely the 6th, 7th, and 8th regions. Our website is fan-driven and is like a bleacher report for Louisville high school baseball. We have had many uh, team content providers come on board, and we are looking forward to providing our guests great daily content. LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com, we're small. We're not large enough to cover all 47 schools in the 6th, 7th, and 8th regions. Uh, We provide the framework and the resources, and the content providers from the school provide their team's stories, stats, and recaps. I will have a link in the show notes uh, and provide more information on becoming a content contributor. If you're not listening to this podcast at LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com, please take some time and head over to our site. While you're there, you can subscribe to the site and be notified of new articles and podcasts when they're posted. If you are interested in being, being a content contributor, scroll to the very bottom of the page, click on Become a Content Contributor, and someone from LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com will contact you. Please help us spread the word by telling friends and family, and lastly, follow us on Twitter. We are at L-O-U-H-S-B-B-A-L-L. 
Exciting news just last week. The 2017 broadcast calendar was uh, broadcast calendar was completed, and we have some great matchups to bring you again this season. We'll begin the season at the Cells for their first game at the new Rex Robinson Memorial Field. That'll be Wednesday, March the 15th. They'll be hosting Western Hills at 6 p.m., and our pregame will begin at 5.45. Just going to mention another couple uh, games that we're going to have uh, this season. Uh, but, but we're going to have many, many more, and we're talk, we'll talk about that more during the podcast. On March 24th, it'll be Butler at Mel. On March the 27th, it'll be St. Xavier at Bullet East. On April the 14th, we'll be at Butler. They'll be facing Ballard. And on April the 25th, it'll be St. Xavier at Mel. And these are, like I said, are just a few of the games. Uh, stop by the website for a complete listing. If you found us on Facebook, give us a like. If you found us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Our podcast can also be found at LiveSportsCaster.com, BBSNOnline.com, SoundCloud, and now on iTunes. Very excited to have a special guest with me today, and he'll be with me all season long doing our, our weekly podcast. Uh, my co-host this season is going to be Greg Bryan, my older brother. He will be focusing his efforts on the 6th region and providing a weekly, weekly recap of Louisville College Baseball. We call it our local college roundup. Welcome, Greg. How you doing today? Oh, doing great, Tim. Beautiful weather today. It's baseball weather for us. Just about baseball weather. I know that ever since, I guess it was about a month or so ago, I asked you about this. Uh, you've pretty much been talking to me every few days saying, man, when are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? Well, we're finally doing it. So I hope you're as excited about it as I am because I think this is going to be really cool and it's going to be something special that we can provide for uh, the local baseball, high school baseball fans in our community. All right, just a brief recap of last season, and this is a very condensed Cliff Notes version. Uh, just to get everybody's uh, mind back in, uh, in in the right frame of mind for baseball. Bullet East won the sixth uh, region championship last season. They defeated DeSales 14-6. to St. Xavier won the seventh region championship. They defeated Ballard 2 to nothing. Oldham County won the eighth region championship, defeating Simon Kenton 4-1. to uh, St. Xavier, they were the eventual state tournament champions, earning the Tigers their seventh state title. That's the most of any team in the state. And they're in the second in three years for Coach Andy Porta. The Tigers defeated Campbell County one to nothing. Campbell County, uh, the Camel Camels of Campbell County, finished their season twenty nine and eleven. Senior Casey Simon provided a home run in the third inning, and that was all the Tigers needed. Pitchers Daniel Fisher and Adam Elliott scattered three hits uh, while striking out eight. The final score one to nothing, and the Saint Xavier Tigers uh, were the KHSAA. 2016 state champions. Okay, now that you caught up on last season, I told you it was going to be a condensed cliff note version. Uh, Greg, have you had a chance to check out our site? Yes, I have several, several times. Well, that's good. You, you want to go there early and often because it's a lot of information and it's being uh, updated uh, almost, well, more than daily now, we're putting. I'm actually been putting quite a bit of time into it. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, opening day, which is going to be Wednesday, March the eighth, and in the uh, Louisville, well, what we call the Louisville High School area. Uh, there's only a couple games that day. It's going to be uh, KCD at Seneca and Shelby County at Trinity. Uh, I know Trinity's uh, aching to get back on the field. They had one heck of a season last season, um, but ended up falling to Mail. I believe it was three to nothing, uh, and uh, um, that closed their season out last year. So I, I know they're looking forward to getting back on the field and, and getting things started. And they're going to play Wednesday. Uh, they're going to face Shelby County. 
as for the rest of the week, we have some uh, intriguing Week One matchups. On March the 10th, it's going to be DeSales at St. Xavier. On March the 11th, it's going to be Lexington Catholic at St. Xavier. And the first broadcast of the season that we're going to have, it's going to be a joint venture between the B&B Sports Broadcasting Network and LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com. It's going to be Wednesday, March the 15th, Western Hills at DeSales. The game time is going to be 6 p.m. And our broadcast will begin at uh, 545. All right, Greg, when I uh, introduced you in, I, I didn't uh, follow up on the questions that I told you I was going to follow up on. Just tell our listeners a little bit about your, your background with baseball and your passion for coaching. I guess my passion for baseball started, uh, I think, around 1969. Uh, the AAA Louisville Colonels was here, and me and you, we know we grew, grew up on Phillips Lane, uh, we'd go up there and play baseball up at Dairy Queen, and then some of us would go over to Louisville Colonels over at the fairgrounds for BP and stuff. Uh, the Louisville Colonels were the AAA affiliate of the Boston Red Sox. So ever since then, I've been a big Boston Red Sox fan. Um, also, I mean, I, I, I played, I don't know how many years, at uh, Camp Taylor Little League along with you. Mom was secretary and everything. Uh, after that, I played uh, two years at DeSales. Uh, I loved coach. I loved baseball, but I, I kind of uh, didn't have the skills to go very much further for them. Plus, I was working too. So uh, then I decided to get into coaching. Um, me and you coached for uh, you coached a lot longer than I did. I came aboard with the twelve-year-old uh, Hikes Point crew uh, and coached them till they were eighteen. Uh, I coached two years with the Kentucky Hitmen. And uh, that's a AAU travel team. Uh, we had the best of the best of the Louisville High School area baseball players. And then uh, one of our guys, uh, David Johns, also recruited us a few kids from outside. We got a couple from Owensboro and from Hopkinsville. And we put together some really good teams. Um, after that was over, I just happened to luck into a position with Coach Ryan Weed at DeSales. And I ran all the JV baseball operations for him on his final season when he was there. Uh, when we weren't playing in JV, I uh, got to go to all the varsity games. And uh, I remember going to Whitaker Bank Park. And then uh, we won our first game. We won our um, district. Then we won our first game in the regionals. And we ended up playing PRP for the second time. And I think Tim... I think it was like three to one or four to two was the final score, and we lost to them in the finals. And it was a, a real sad day. It was going to be uh, Coach Wheat's last uh, coaching at DeSales. I think the next position he took was with uh, uh, St. Joe's and Rensselaer. And uh, ever since then, uh, I've been helping with BBSN. I think I started in 2013. Is that correct? Uh, it was the it was the year after you stopped coaching. So that sounds about right. Yeah, so I've I've been with you, you know, doing this for like five years, and uh, you know I love the baseball part of it. We got to taste a little bit of uh, football this year, and uh, I mean, uh, I'm all about the sales, and and I'm all about baseball. So uh, I've been doing a lot of background on, on uh, at the website and some other websites that go along with uh, Louisville High School area baseball, trying to get a little bit more knowledgeable about some of the high school teams that I don't know a lot about. And uh, as this year starts and the games get going, I'll, I'll know the players by name a little bit more 
and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, let's go ahead uh, before we start some of the uh, the um, high school baseball topics. Uh, if you have it there in front of you, and if you're ready to do it, let's go ahead and do the uh, the local college roundup. Uh, I was watching. Um, uh, as I was preparing for the podcast today, uh, the Twitter feed, and uh, I do believe that the uh, Louisville Cardinals won again today. Is that not correct? They did win again today. Louisville Cardinals are currently ranked eighth. They're ten and zero. They've really had some really good games this year. Uh, they beat Eastern nineteen to three. They beat Moorhead State twenty to two, and they beat a East, uh, Eastern Michigan team thirteen to nothing. Uh, they've got a kid on the team, Brandon McKay, who's hitting 667. He's got three home runs and 13 RBIs already. And the guy that on the pitching staff that stood out to me was Cade McClure. Uh, already, it's early in the year, and he's already got 23 strikeouts. Well, uh, I. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I know on Friday uh, it wasn't anything serious. But their Friday st- starter—that's normally your, your top gun. Well, he wasn't available to go on Friday, and they had a freshman come in, and uh, he was pretty much lights out. I don't remember a stats line, uh, but uh, yeah, they brought in a freshman, so that uh, means that uh, Louisville pitching uh, looks like it's going to be pretty solid for a while. Well, he's uh, what a recruiter! Uh, what a recruiter the, the coach is over there, Tim. Mm-hmm. He can just about get any player that he wants right now, and uh, he's very choosy. Uh, he, he gets those smart kids. Uh, the kids are good in class, and he just he turns them around. I don't think they've had a down season in the last six or seven years. There's uh, it's not like rebuilding. He just reloads every year. And uh, I mean, last year I was over there for the finals when uh, the kid hit the walk off grand slam that won the game for him, but. Uh, I was really thinking that those guys were going to do really well last year, and it, just by, you know, the swing of the bat and the guy knocking that one over the right field wall, they didn't get to go any further than the super regional. But I guarantee you, they're hungry this year to to take that extra step. Kentucky Wildcats—they didn't start out very good, but they're now they're on a five-game winning streak. Uh, they're seven and five right now. Uh, three of the last games, they beat Old Dominion nineteen to two. They beat Western Kentucky seventeen to two. And University of California, Santa Barbara, they beat them 12 to 1. Eastern Kentucky baseball, they're currently 6 and 6. They're on a three game winning streak, and uh, they just beat Oakland University 3 to 2, 2 to 1, and 9 to 4. Funny thing about Eastern, Tim, is they're 6 and 0 at home and 0 and 6 away. Wow. Uh, Last but (laughs) not least, it's Western Kentucky. Uh, They're sitting at 4 and 8. Uh, they've lost their last two games. They played Ohio University over the weekend and lost both games three to nothing. All right. Um, I know that you were you were doing some prep work before I called you and we got you on. It for folks that, uh, in case you're wondering how we do these podcasts, uh, Greg's at his house. I'm at I'm at my house, and we uh, actually have a studio set up at my house. And uh, we bring Greg into uh, the broadcast through Skype, uh, and it uh, seems to be working out pretty well. But I know you were doing uh, some prep work, and you were looking at some uh, preseason polls, and, and uh, quite a few of, or several of the Louisville area teams are in uh, um, in some of the polls, and as well as uh, some of the other, you know, the other teams further out in the state. Can you give me some of that information? I sure can. Um, Saint X was ranked number one. Trinity was ranked number four. Um, I was uh, looking at some of the seventh region along with the sixth region that I do. The sixth region uh, looks like North Bullets the highest ranked in the sixth at, at number thirteen. Uh, Bullet East is twenty one. 
Fairdale is ranked 38. Um, then we got Butler comes in at 40. And PRP, who's usually up there and in the top 10 or 15, they're, they're ranked at 42 right now. Yeah, we're going to uh, touch in, in a few minutes on uh, uh, state tournament titles all time. And I think you're going to be kind of shocked at, uh, at, at the schools, um, the Louisville area schools that have been powerhouses in, in our lifetime that uh, have not won a, a a state title. I know when I was doing when I was looking that up earlier, I was kind of surprised. Um, now we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about some uh, uh, some com- uh, commits more uh, more to the point. Some 2017 commits, and uh, there are uh, there's one of the things that I've preached at, and I wish I had the, the clip queued up um, before you came on board, Leo Brown. Uh, was helping me out and and one day we just you know he was asking me he goes you know people always ask me why we do this and my response to well the reason why we do it is just to bring people the awareness of the high quality of of baseball that we have here in the Louisville area and just by looking at this this list of commits uh, we have a, a lot of talent here there's a uh, one of the the players from uh, Ballard High School, uh, Jordan Adele, he is he is undoubtedly one of the best players in the state. He's already committed to uh, the University of Louisville. Have a uh, player out of North Oldham. Uh, he's going to be going to Notre Dame. His name's Joseph Boyle. Have a player uh, out of Trinity High School, uh, Brody Heil. Uh, he's a uh, a left-handed pitcher. He's going to be going to the University of Louisville. Kid from South Oldham, Tanner Johnson. Uh, he's a catcher. He's going to be going to the University of Kentucky. Uh, let's see, another uh, player from Trinity High School. I actually, uh, actually know the family here, Brandon Fott. Uh, he's going to be going to uh, Bellarmine. And then a player from Eastern, Gavin Sullivan. Uh, he's going to be going to the University of Louisville. These are all 2017 commits. So there are there's a high caliber of baseball in this area, Greg, uh, and that can be witnessed by um, you know going to a couple of the top programs, University of Louisville being one, and Kentucky uh, with their uh, new head coach. I, I'm sure you listened to the podcast that I did with Sheets a, a few weeks ago, and he is really excited uh, about UK's uh, new head coach. Yeah, and I also saw, Tim, they just broke ground on their new uh, baseball complex over the weekend so uh i think that's going to be uh up and going i don't know if it's next year i think it might be but i'm not for sure but the pictures of the new uh baseball operations the field and all that is looks outstanding so uh, uh that'll also be another good draw for uh for uk uh, ufl's got that nice uh patterson stadium over there and uh it's it's this may get us on the, about on an even kill with them but mm-hmm. uh wasn't anything wrong with Cliff Hagen uh, Stadium, but it just was a little outdated. Yeah, I mean, it was a fun place to go watch a game. The Cliff. The Cliff. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to titles all time now. And like I said, I was I was kind of shocked. And, uh, and because of last season, uh, Coach Andy Porta's uh, San Xavier Tigers, uh, them being the state champions, they distanced distance themselves from uh, two other schools, Saint Xavier is uh, the uh, has the the most state titles all time with uh, seven. Uh, coming in at uh, tied for second is Owensboro and Dupont Manual. Uh, but Manual has uh, they won their last title in 1962. Uh, they won in 47, 52, 55, 57, 59, and 62. Um, can you think of any other local schools that have won titles, Greg? 
Yes, Pleasure Ridge Park. All right. Yep, PRP uh, has five titles, and I'm kind of impressed uh, with PRP. It says they became a member in 1959. They have five titles. They won their first in 1994. They won in 95-96. A three-peat in any sport is very difficult to do. Uh, Then they won in 2008, and they won in 2013. Uh, The only other team in Louisville, that has a well there's only one other team in louisville that has a state title do you know who that is it's a team we do on a regular basis um mel high school mel high school they became a member in 1917 and they won their only title uh, in 1943 there's a couple more that i wanted to touch on here that i thought was interesting uh, lexington christian Uh, first became a member of the KHSAA in 1989. They won their first title in uh, 2005. Central Harden um, became a member in 1990, won their first title in uh, in 2011. And then this one is is really surprising. Uh, Paul Dunbar. I know they've, you know, ever since my son graduated from, um, excuse me, from Trinity in 09, Made several trips to Paul Dunbar. It's a beautiful place to play baseball. I knew they were they were a juggernaut in baseball. They became a member in 1990. They already had two titles, but they had a title in 2003 and in 2007. So it impresses me that in a very short time you're able to develop a championship caliber program. Yeah, I remember traveling with you with uh, Trinity Tim. We went up to Dunbar, and uh, their athletic director is a big part of their success up there. Do you remember him being out on the field and in the stands during those games? I do. He was prepping the ga- prepping the field before the game. Yeah, he, he was all about baseball, and he just was oozing out. Uh, never a negative thing came out of his mouth. He always wished us back. Super nice guy. I wish I could recollect what his name was, but he... He's part of the reason of their success up there. Yeah, I mean, success is, is never by accident, you know, and it normally it normally starts by, you know, from the top down. Uh, you normally have somebody there that's in charge of the operation, and, and you always hear the, the cliche, um, you got to surround yourself with good people. But I believe that's true in anything. Uh, you know, you, you have to have people that have a, a, a similar vision to you and that have a similar work ethic to you, you know, in order to get things to work. Okay, next thing we're going to turn our attention to are the uh, baseball uh, coaching wins leader all time. And uh, it brought my attention to the fact that I need to update it on the site that I only have it through 2016. But what I have here is through 2017. The winningest coach of all time, I think if you live in the Louisville area, you're going to know who this is. It's Bill Miller, Coach Miller out at uh, Pleasure Ridge Park. Uh, Bob Mantooth at Apollo, um, super nice guy, man. We were there, what, for three or four days playing and uh, just another guy that, that leads by example. Everything was positive. Um, we we had a much older team than he did. Uh, you know, his kids were younger kids. I think it was the freshmen and sophomores that were uh, hanging around uh, for the summer um, that played us, and they played us hard both games. Um, arguably, they were the second best team in the tournament. Uh, he has 940 wins, uh, 459 losses, and and two ties. And, and I still, for the life of me, don't know how in the world do you end up with a tie in baseball? I guess it might be time called or bad weather or, or something like that. Um, and then someone else I wanted to mention in uh, coaching wins all time, uh, Coach Driscoll used to coach at Mail, um, and he had been at uh, South Odom 
but uh, he is no longer coaching. They have an, a new coach at South Odom, and it, he, uh, it uh, escapes me right now. Uh, but Coach Driscoll, another super nice guy. Uh, coached for 34 years, had a record of 546 and 330, and again, uh, three ties, had a winning percentage of, uh, of 62.1. So I, I don't care what you do. You coach you coach for that many years and you have a winning percentage like that, uh, you're, you're doing something right. The other coach that I wanted to mention, uh, and I'll have to mention this because the fellow that I used to work with played at Harrison County, and Harrison County has one heck of a program there under the tutelage of Mac, uh, Mac Whitaker. Coach Whitaker has been in Harrison County for 39 years. Uh, he has 100, I'm sorry, 1,064 wins, 320 losses, and no ties. Hey, Tim, can I tell you a quick story real quick? Sure. Um, I think the only time that I brought Lee to the ball game to see Brandon play when he played for Western, mm-hmm. um, I happened to see the Owensboro coach up in the stands as we were sitting down. So I told Lee, I said, honey, just sit right here and I'll be right back. Two and a half innings later, I come back down, and she goes, what happened? I said, we started talking baseball, and, you know, we just started talking about baseball, and, you know, time flies when you're sitting there just uh, talking about, you know, high school baseball, college baseball. But, oh, yeah. Uh, he didn't forget me. He didn't forget me and you from from uh, Owensboro. Yeah. He asked where everybody was, and then we started talking about baseball. So he's a super nice guy. Ba- baseball is, is a universal language, and the thing about it is you can go and – you can go to a stop by. You can be driving anywhere in America. You can pull by a baseball field. You can sit down, and within a few innings, you are pulling for one team or the other. That's just the way baseball is. It, it's a it's it's a it's a simple game, but a complex game. It, it it's a game that can change with every pitch, uh, every at bat. Um, and it, it the good thing about baseball is, in my opinion, is what a lot of people don't like about baseball is baseball can be a social event. I mean, you know, nowadays basketball is pretty much a track meet. But with baseball, you can go there, you can sit down, you can talk with friends, you can reunite with with people you haven't seen for a while. And while all this is going on, you've got some baseball going on going on the field. You know, it's just. It, but it depends on where you sit. If you're sitting too close to the lines, you got <laughs> you got you got to be awake at all times, or you're going to get your head tore off with a screaming foul ball. But uh, that that's one of the things that I like about baseball. It's just. Uh, you know, but people that don't like baseball don't understand baseball or haven't tried to to learn the game of baseball. And, and I don't like them trying to speed the game up either, Tim. I don't yeah. either. I think the two things that they're talking about, Greg, I think it's just going to cheapen the game. Yeah. And, and the two things that, we're, that Greg and I are talking about, they've talked about uh, um, the intentional walk. You know, and, and I tell you what. I've seen a lot of games on on every level where an attention, attentional walk could win or lose the game because it's not executed. You know, it's not a given. Uh, and then this other thing they're talking about an extra inning starting off with runners at first and second base. I mean, that's just I, – I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand it. It, it takes away the uh, – you know, the – it just takes away from the game. Well, it takes away from the – the, the the coaches making those decisions, those smart decisions to get their players in scoring position instead of automatically setting somebody on second base. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Hey, are you going to be able to be there uh, next Wednesday when we do the first to sales game? Let's see, six o'clock. Yeah, 
I, I've already told my boss, so not a problem. I will be there on time. All right. That sounds great. Uh, the game is going to be at 6 o'clock, and uh, we'll start our pregame. Well, let's put it this way. I'll start the pregame show 545, whether whether Gregory's there or not. I've, I've started games before, and, and for one reason or another, traffic or car issues or whatever, where uh, my co-host doesn't show up to the uh, – first or, or, or the end of the first or second inning but uh, i managed to uh, to limp along all right greg hey man i really appreciate you uh stopping in i think this is going to be a lot of fun i think we're going to be able to provide a lot of information for uh, the, the folks in uh, the louisville area that are interested in, in louisville high school baseball i'm excited tim and i'm really looking forward to learning about some of these other high school teams that uh, we may have stumbled across just in games and stuff but i like to get in a little detail Look at the stats. Look how the kids are doing. Look how they improve. Those kind of things. Well, you know, we have been doing broadcasting in the area for quite a while, but doing this on a on a, on a weekly or a day to day basis, um, it's gonna it it's just gonna increase our knowledge of of you know of, of baseball in this area, and uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I love following these kids. You know, I still see kids now in high school that. You know, we're playing baseball in some of these rec leagues. Uh, when I used to be involved with rec league baseball, or when you and I used to be involved with with travel AAU baseball, and uh, you know, it's it, there's nothing cooler than, than a kid coming up and you haven't seen them for ten years, but they remember you and they remember that you coached them or, or you played it or they played against you. That's uh, just a neat feeling. Yep, sure is. All right, dude. Well, thanks again. And uh, if uh, we don't have anything going on this weekend, this is just the opening week. Uh, but we'll get together uh, sometime next Sunday, and uh, we'll do uh, the review of week one. That will be great. All right, man. Thanks again. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for All having right. me. Once again, if you're not listening to this podcast at LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com, please take some time and head over to the site. While you're there, you can subscribe to the site and be notified of news articles and podcasts when they are posted. Lots of great information at the site. We have a team page for each of the teams in the 6th, 7th, and 8th region. We have recruiting information. We have podcasts, scores. We have pages for 6th, 7th, and 8th region. We have videos, and we have lots of news stories. Please think about representing your team with us. If you're interested in being a content contributor, just go to the very bottom of the homepage, click on Become a Content Contributor, fill out the form, and someone will contact you. If you found us on Facebook, give us a like. If you found us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Our podcast can be found at LiveSportsCaster.com, BBSNOnline.com, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Thanks again for my co-host, Greg Bryan. He'll be with me every week. Uh, through the season, and thank you for listening to the LouisvilleHighSchoolBaseball.com podcast. My name is Tim Bryan. Make it a great day.